Las Vegas haters can bite me around this bitch. Yo mama and your cousin too. Rolling down the strip on boats. Coming up slamming Cadillac doors. Me and you. Yo mama and your cousin too. Rolling down the strip on boats. Coming up slamming Cadillac doors. Back in the day when I was younger. Yo, 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 good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whenever you listen to this podcast, it's your boy Big Moose Thomas here on the Big Moose Thomas show, let's get it. Thank y'all, thank y'all so much, thank y'all so much, man, it's been such an interesting couple of days, I should say, um, it hasn't been crazy, because you know, we are in the off season, it just feels weird that I'm coming to y'all with a Sunday with no football. Uh, we got the USFL coming up soon. That's to be interesting. But um, today's topic is just going to be solely based on quarterback trades and what we should do and how we should get a quarterback. It's going to be just about that. So first and foremost, I want to talk about something I've been seeing in the realm about this three-way blockbuster trade with Russell Wilson, Deron Payne, and Deshaun Watson circling them all around so we can end up with – Russell Wilson, uh, I just, um, first of all, it was started by J.P. Finley over at uh, MSNBC, excuse me, NBCS, sorry, there's so many acronyms in sports, ESPN, MSNBC, NBCS, uh, we got Fox Sports, we got CBSS, it's just, so so many acronyms, but so many acronyms in sports, hard to keep up with all these, but yeah, this is from J.P. over there, um, he came up with something on the live pod over there, uh, over there, watch football talk, talking about we could necessarily, you know, like trade off some picks, send Watson over to Seattle, we get Russell, and then uh, Houston would get all the picks. So it'd be like three first, and I think a two to get them with the way all the picks would be set up and everything. Uh, it was interesting. Uh, uh, SI wrote an article about it related to it um, it's not practical at all I don't think anybody would ever go for that deal but it was interesting Like I give it that and I think that's where we are at this time of year for sports we're just going to hear a lot of stories when it comes to quarterback talk they're going to be interesting I just don't think they're going to be doable but this is not something that's doable um, and I think we just got to draft the guy, man. I think the odds of us getting somebody from one of these teams and them giving up their franchise quarterback is slim to none. I mean, there weren't any – I can't think of the last franchise quarterback that was truly given up by a franchise. I mean, Brady, they just thought he was old. He came back, proved the wrong once, then he left. So, in the long run, maybe Belichick was right on that. Um the Colts gave up Peyton. Uh, Peyton did not win that Super Bowl. That was a lot of defensive help. He definitely helped them get there, but I want to say he put the team on their back. Uh, that was a really good defense. They needed somebody to throw the ball, and he was good enough at that time. Uh, Phillip Rivers, again, older guy. Stopgap was used. Turns out they went to the playoffs off of him. Good job on his part. Um, so that was pretty cool. Uh, the... Tannehill's not like really a franchise guy per se. Um, I love Tannehill. I love Tannehill since TCU, man. Wide receiver days. Big Tannehill fan. But he's just not like a franchise quarterback. He's just a good quarterback, a decent quarterback that's able to hold up 
and they got an amazing run game and a stout defense. So it helps there. Um, yeah, you people just don't give up that franchise quarterback. Like that, that rarely happens, if ever. Uh, I can't see Seattle hitting the restart button now. I don't see – I know Houston has to get rid of Watson. I just know they're going to ask the Kings ransom for him just to try to retain him. Because for the first time in franchise history, they got a guy who could be that franchise quarterback. So I don't see them really parting with him unless they have to. I mean have to. But people saying that uh, Watson's out of Houston, I don't know, man. Like They put him on that exemplus for a reason. I think they're going to try to hold on to him as much as possible. And they don't really want to just let that guy go again because it's so hard to find a quarterback. It's, it's probably the hardest thing in in sports is to find a quarterback, man. That's I can't think of anything else, man. That that'd be so hard. There have been some nameless teams that have won an NBA championship. There have been some nameless MLB teams that have won some rings. Um, I just don't see how they could do it like that. I mean, for for a large part of it, the 2019 Nationals were pretty much a nameless squad. Like, it wasn't like they were huge heavy hitters on that team. They just got rid of the heavy hitter, Bryce Harper. And Soto was a rookie at the time, so uh, he was up and coming. But to say there was, like, major star power on there, there wasn't. Um, I'm thinking of that Pistons team in the early thousands. Not a single all-star on that squad won the championship. Uh, You just – I think the only – Ah, maybe Trent Dilford with the 2000. Yeah, yeah, with the 2000 Ravens might be a nameless quarterback. I think they can win it. But the way the game's changed, you just can't do that. Just can't do that, man. Like, it's so you need, you need a, you need at a minimum a, a really good guy. He has to get hot for you to win. And um, I think we get that through the draft, man. I really think we get that through the draft. I think we should be looking, again, my pick is Desmond Ritter. I know some people don't want him. I've heard a lot from Malik Willis, and he pick it. How uh, I'm thinking about Sam Howell now. That's actually where my mind's changing too. And the reason is him and De'Ami Brown. We've seen quarterbacks get back with their receivers and cause havoc. Uh, we tried that ourselves with Haskins. Didn't really work out between him and McCorn, but it turned out McCorn was a really good receiver. And, again, we got to back up the Brinks truck for that guy. I can't wait to see that happen. But in terms of using Deami's full potential, I do think that bringing, bringing in his quarterback could help. Now, that's one player. Don't get me wrong. But we're talking about somebody who is a high prospect we're looking at right now. So that could be good. Excuse me, I'll just take a sip of water real quick. I mean, but that could be good. That could be somebody who who can help, who can give you what you're looking for to the quarterback play, as well as you're giving them help with a good receiver in the Army Brown that he's worked with before. Uh, might have transpired over to the NFL yet, but a good receiver in college. And you have an arguably top 10 receiver in McLaurin, on top of that, you have a Swiss Army knife and Curtis Samuel. That could really help out a rookie quarterback. That could really help out a rookie quarterback. And, 
again, Howe's going to need all the help he can get when he comes here. Um, like any other rookie quarterback, it's just with the D.C. market. Um, we're exhausted. We are exhausted. And the last quarterback to come out of North Carolina that we know of is Trubisky. We're in a huge fan. So that's kind of going to be a hard sell for the D.C. market. But I think I think if you stick to your guns and you win games, and you win a game, excuse me, um, you're getting winning cures all. So you just got to hold out until you win a game with that. Uh, but let's see where Corral's uh, looking to be. Excuse me, where Howell's looking to be uh, drafted. Let's look at the draft of the QBs real quick. Thank y'all very much for y'all patience, by the way, man. Uh, not gonna lie, this new, this new internet I got in this crib is busting. Okay. Uh, um, shouts out to Verizon. This ain't a plug for him. It's just that gigabit speed really be hitting when you get on the Ethernet, bro. So, gotta love it. Um, let's see. So Kuiper has Kenny Pickett going number one. Uh, McShay has. Huh. Make sure I'm going uh, number one as well. There's number one quarterback. But in terms of pick, they have Pickett going 20th overall and 16th overall. They have Corral going 23rd and 17. They have Desmond Ritter going 20. Well, so Kuiper has him going 21. McShay has him going 33rd, so second rounder. I don't agree on that. That's just me. Uh, Malik Willis. They both have him going as 27. Interesting. Let me see when this article is produced. That just seems low. Oh, this is December 28th. No wonder why. So that stock draft has uh, definitely changed as we go into the offseason. So, yeah, I don't think <laughs> I don't think he's that low, that low anymore. Um, Let me see who they have. Carson Strong out of Nevada. That's another one. Sam Howe, they have him going in the second round as well. Let's look at something else before the combine. This right here is coming from SI. So let's look at who you have. So you have Sam Howe as going as a sixth quarterback coming out. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh... Let's not forget that we're not the only people in the hunt for a quarterback this year. Uh, it's a lot of talks about people in the division getting a quarterback. Um, I do think the Giants are looking for a quarterback. They have just been way too dedicated to uh, Dale Jones and saying that they want to stick with him. That's to the point it doesn't even sound real anymore. So I do think they're looking for a quarterback. I uh, think they're just trying to be real low-key about it. Um, the Eagles have the most picks to get a quarterback. They can get anybody they want, I do believe. I do believe the Eagles could. I believe they could get anybody they want, but here's the thing about the Eagles' picks this year and next year. They have all these picks this year, but the way that people are talking about the draft and they're not being powerful for quarterbacks and all that, they could be a downfall. Also could be an advantage because, again, don't believe everything you hear from analysts and everything. This is still a business. It's still a game. They're trying to sell things. People might try to sell, sell uh, hey, there's not a lot of talent this year. Don't really worry about getting the quarterback because they really like somebody and they're looking after them. Don't forget, man, like, like there's a lot of misdirection in the NFL just trying to get the player you want. 
um, I was listening to a sports podcast probably like a year ago, and I heard this guy talking about it. Um, when former player when he when he was getting released, he heard all these stories come out about him. He was like, "This is this is just not true," but the sources were from the team, so they were trying to lower his stock to see if they could re-sign him for a lower deal, which is crazy. When we think about it, but you can't forget some business. So everything you hear about not being a good quarterback class, take that with a grain of salt. Said the same thing about the Mahomes class. Everything you hear about, oh, um, you might need to trade up to get this player. Take that with a grain of salt because who knows? You might not need to actually trade up to get that person. They could actually fall into your lap. People just want you to spend more picks, give them more picks to get that person without not even a hunt for that. So. You really, you really got to play it, like play your cards close. And again, I'm not saying anything that NFL execs don't know. I'm just talking to fans at this point. But like, um, you really got to play it close because it's really, like, if one thing gets out that you're trying to do something, people are going to exploit it. People will exploit your decisions. And again, it's a business. Everybody's going for that Lombardi. Uh, can't blame them. And I hope we exploit people too. I really, I really do. I hope that we go and try to get some people who are looking for stuff that we don't need but we can tell them we are um and see if they want to trade up see if they want to give us more picks for a player or or give us more front end capital or back end picks stuff like that man i'm all about the picks man wherever you're picked up at it's all fine with me um i know we were talking about the first rounders and maybe a second rounder but yo third round picks really matter third round picks really matter fourth round picks really matter Fifth round picks truly matter. All those picks are very serviceable. Every down type of players you can get on those third and fourth and fifth rounders. Sixth and seventh are fringe players. Uh, they can work out. You are hoping that they do work out, but those are fringe players. We have seen them pan out for us in, in, in the past, which has been great. But those third and fourth and fifth rounders, those are every down players. Those are people that you're looking to start almost day one. Um, and... and in the draft it's not talked about it as much but yeah like those third and fourth and fifth rounders those are your plug and play guys you're looking for those are your o-linemen your tackles your linebackers your uh your corners your your, your safeties uh sometimes you get a couple of receivers down there as well um then then that are good but those are the guys you're looking to just start right away good transitional players um uh and your first rounders are guys who you're looking to develop actually um, you're just looking to get them out the way early and quick and you're looking to develop those guys and get them to be the great and the franchise leaders uh, for you. So I hope that we could just play it close and play our cards right and get this going because this draft is going to be very important. Like, like I said, I don't think we're going to get a Russell Wilson. I'm not seeing that we're going to get uh, a Deshaun Watson. Who I would love to give everything for him. It's just not looking like that's going to be the best option for us. Um, the plug-and-play mindset uh it can work i just don't think it's the best thing for us necessarily uh i do think we need to make sure we build around our quarterback not try to plug our quarterback into our system only bad coaches try to plug somebody into your system versus build around them belichick builds around what he has okay like if you want to compare yourself to the greatest you want to be the greatest look at it he builds around what he has so he builds around his quarterback all right, um, what you call it? If you really want to look at the Rams, it built around Stafford. Uh, I know people say they did not, but no. When they went to the Super Bowl the first time, realized that they didn't think that golf had it, 
They knew who they wanted then. McVay said he knew who he wanted then. He just had to find a way to get him. So he was already planning to build around everything for him and then get him. Not not a true plug, plug and play to saying we have players make it work. But saying, hey, I know what you need. I'm going to build my team around you, and then I'm going to go get you. That, 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 that is a real big difference there. So, and those are the two, like, that's the wonder boy in the come up, and that's the GOAT right there, both building around what what they have. Uh, if you want to look at the Bengals, they built around Burrow. Uh, they will start to need that O-line help. There's no doubt about it. Like I said, I think we should do a deal with Sheriff to get some picks out of him. Uh, but they're going to build around him as well. So let's build around a quarterback. Let's make something of our own. Let's not try to go get something that we think is established and ready, hot and ready. As I like to say, we're looking for a uh, we're looking for a little Caesar's pizza. Where sometimes you just got to make your own pizza and go to the grocery store. All right, more healthy for you. And we're just looking for that hot and ready, plugging in and be good. But that's not that's not going to work. It's empty calories, man. That's empty calories. Let's try to sustain ourselves. But y'all follow on Twitter. At Big Moves Timus, that's B-I-G-T-I-M-U-S. I miss moves. I just realized that. <laughs> B-I-G-M-O-V-E-S-T-I-M-U-S. Sorry, y'all. That's all me. Go ahead, follow me on there. Same thing on Instagram. Uh, same thing on here on YouTube. Go ahead and like and subscribe for me, y'all. It means so much to me. I see y'all listening around the world. Uh, I see y'all now watching, which means so much, man. Every view I get. It is just put so much love in my heart. So I love y'all so much for that, man. But again, I'll see y'all in the next one. If y'all listen this far, we're going to start handing out bottles. Peace.